This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Welcome back to the Untold Story Podcast. I'm Martha McCallum. Very excited to have you back with us today. We're sort of in a little bit of a Christmassy mood. And we have Tegan Gerard back with us today of Half-Baked Harvest. And it's great to have her back. And we're going to give you, I like it when people say, do, do one of these three things. Because I can wrap my arms around that. I get overwhelmed at Christmas, like everyone does, I think. And uh, Tegan and I were actually just talking. She's in New York. And just just being here is a little bit overwhelming, right? Oh, it's so busy right now. It is a... it Everywhere you go, the streets are full, but it's magical, I will say. Like, I don't think there's anything else like Christmas in New York. There really isn't, it's, I know. It's perfect. Sometimes you're just so wound up with the things that you have to do. And it's sort of, you know, people say this every year and it shouldn't be a surprise to anyone, but everyone has your list of stuff you got to get done. And I'm keeping it in my phone and I'm oh, crossing yeah, them we off have lots and of lists. going back and forth on my lists and everything. And, um, but every once in a while you get that little sparkly feeling. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I just got a little bit of, you know, Christmas spirit. And I had that today. I had to rush out really quickly to do something. And on my way back, I just heard the um, Salvation Army bells and uh-huh. music. And I was standing in front of St. Patrick's Cathedral, which we were just talking about, which is a nice haven because you can go in there and you get a little peace and quiet and the the reeds and the decorations are so stunning. So what's what's your favorite thing about being in Christmas <sighs> in New York? You know what? The lights, the trees, everything, everywhere. Yeah. People really do it up. It's yeah. like an old school Christmas that you see in the movies and it's just, it's so festive and you know, I feel like everybody sort of forgets about Christmas a little bit, the season of it, the reason, like, you know, the decorations, the just enjoyment of it. And it's just like, something about New York is so special the way you guys do it. It's nice. So what is it like right Especially now in Colorado? Especially being uptown. Yeah. Although downtown's beautiful too. Yeah, downtown it's a little is bit different. More, it's a little bit more mellow. Yeah. It's a little bit more mellow to be yeah. sure. Um, what's Christmas like back home right now in Colorado? Well, in Colorado, it's also very Christmassy, but it's just that you don't get the hustle and the bustle of the city. Like you just don't like, you know, you guys got Central Park and you have like all of those things that you see when you're growing up, like watching Home Alone, you know? Yeah. And no, like seriously, <laughs> exactly. it's, it's a, it's a kind of like a fairy tale in a way, but just, it's so festive. And like you guys, it's the reds and the greens and all the wreaths, like you said, and the bows, like they're everywhere. It's not like that other places, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think it's it's just that there's no place like New York at Christmas. I know. I actually like seeing the tourists in Midtown at Christmas time and they're stopping and taking pictures. And I think, you know, this is something they look forward to probably all year, you yeah. know, to take this trip yeah. and to be here. And it's the way we feel if we go to London or something, or we go get to go to some place that we've always wanted to go, mm-hmm. um, they have that feeling when yeah. they're here. So I always try to kind of... I would of, imagine being a New Yorker, it's it can be like hard to not be like annoyed by the tourists and everything. Yeah, I guess I, I try not to be because I think, you know, 
I just like that we kind of live our life here every day. It's, you know, it's not always easy, but it's special in its own way. It always has it is to special. Anyway. There's an energy. And here so that I you... like that people want to come to the city and, and see it and bring their kids. My parents used to bring me here when I was little and, you know, take us to see all the, all the Christmas sites and take us to St. Patrick's and all those see, things. So. I need to go see a Christmas show. I haven't yeah. done that. I need to go yeah, see a Christmas fun. show. Yeah, that's fun. I, I, I did that last year. I think we went to Radio City and, um, it is nice. It's nice. It's it's nice that some things don't change all that much, which is yeah, good. for sure. Um, so I wanted to just pick your brain a little bit. Yes. We, we want to talk about, we want to give everybody, you know, if you haven't really thought about what you're going to make or you want to just make one special thing that you're going to bring to someone's house or one special thing that you can roll out for your family and say, oh, look what I did. I mm-hmm. did something like Tegan Gerard, mm-hmm. Half-Baked Harvest. Um, so, the, so we're going to give people three recommendations. And one of them is Christmas Eve is actually one of my favorite parts of the whole thing. It is my and favorite. Yeah, it's, it's my, really nice. There's nothing right? like Christmas Eve. It's so special. So one of the, th- we we picked out the cranberry goat cheese mm-hmm. puff pastry swirl. And you're going to see the images of this on my Instagram. And you can also find it at Half Pig Harvest. So, you know, you don't have to write all this down, but Give us some this tips because I always feel like recipe. you have to make something two or three times before you make it right. At least I do. So when give us some tips about how you make this, the cranberry goat cheese puff pastry swirl, <laughs> and kind of like, oh, you know, remember this or that when you're doing it. It'll make it easier and more successful. Okay. So this is such, this is, you guys picked a great recipe. This is honestly one of the easiest recipes. And I cannot, one of my biggest tips during the holidays, you guys keep puff pastry in your freezer Mm. at all times. It is the secret to making a great appetizer or even like you can do so much with puff pastry, but my favorite things are one, I love these swirls because the swirls are really pretty. Dried cranberries, goat cheese, super, super simple. You roll it up and there's a little bit of cinnamon and sugar Mm. in these swirls. So they they give like, goat cheese is very tangy, right? So it balances that tang of the goat cheese and it just gives it that Christmas like sparkle Mm. that you want in everything that you're doing around Christmas. For me personally, makes them special, unique, and then I, lo- I it's, it's delicious, of course. Um, and cranberries are very tart, so again, that little bit of sweetness really helps to balance it. But these are so easy; they're like five ingredients. You just need to thaw the pastry, and then you spread it with a little bit of. Then you do the goat cheese. You just crumble the goat cheese on. You sprinkle the cranberries on a little bit of the cinnamon sugar, and you roll it up like you would a cinnamon roll. Like if you've ever made homemade cinnamon rolls. You roll it up, you slice them in cute little swirls and you bake them in the oven. They're so no fuss and so simple and easy. And what's great about these is you don't have to serve them like piping hot. They can be room temperature, no mm. problem. Because goat, it's it's goat cheese and, and cranberry. It's like, as long as they have that nice flaky crust to them, so delicious. So is there any trick to that? You say thaw it out. So should I wait until it's room temperature of the pastry dough because I always have a hard time with pastry dough and I'm glad you said to buy the boxes because oh my goodness don't mess around with making okay it's Christmas guys (laughs) don't stress yourselves out buy store-bought puff pastry everywhere sells it Trader Joe's Whole Foods the right the normal grocery store Mm -hmm. like I get mine at my local Kroger very easy um, you can thaw it in the refrigerator for a few hours, mm-hmm. but if you're like in a pinch, like I mostly am and I forget to thaw it, I just leave it on the counter for 30, 45 minutes and it thaws out beautifully. Okay. Um, and you're good to go. Okay. Pastry in the freezer though, cause you can do like cranberry. I have a recipe for 
baked brie and I wrap I my baked. I love that one too. It's so good. And you wrap that one. Just do that one real quickly because that I love that one too. It's so good. It's it's if you've never made it, it's unreal. It's so good. You just take the pastry and you wrap the brie up in the pastry. It's like a little beautiful present of melted brie when you take it out of the oven and flaky pastry. I do mine with a little bit of fig jam on top and mm. then um lots Oh no, the cranberry one has like a cranberry sauce on top, which is really delicious. I do it all different kinds of ways. It's so, so you're good. making the cranberry sauce? You can use store-bought cranberry sauce. You can use store-bought cranberry jam, or you can skip it all together and just do a little bit of fig jam right on yeah. top, which I think is so and then good. Just wrap it up in the pastry. Just wrap it up in the else. pastry. And you're going to stick that in for like... You stick it in. I do like 425 yeah. for, you know, 20, 25 minutes until it's golden brown and flaky and beautiful. Oh. I do a little sprinkle of coarse brown sugar on top. It's like a natural organic sugar. And it just makes that pastry sparkle. Mm. You, you got to do it with your brie. The Untold Story continues right after this. It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Since we're on the pastry kick, I'm going to keep going here. So we're going to wake up on Christmas morning. Oh. Mm -hmm. And I always make the same thing on Christmas morning. I always make brioche French toast with like strawberries and blueberries. And then I use like a little bit of ginger syrup mixed in with my maple syrup. And so this is one of my favorite things. But if I really want to impress everybody and give them a little surprise this time, it's like one of the three things that I know how to make, Tegan. So it's just the way I am. That's it. That sounds (laughs) absolutely delicious, especially with the ginger, especially with the ginger syrup. I love ginger anything. Uh, Me too. Ginger syrup is so good. It is. I just did a ginger. What just did something ginger with, I can't remember what, but it was like last night. I swear. Yeah. Ginger's the best. Oh, I'm so oh, glad we, we love it dried. We love it candied. We yes, love it fresh. I know. We love it I pickled. Agree. All of the yum, things. Yum. Yum. Yeah. Um, so if I wanted to really load on the amazing sweet morning for Christmas, brown butter iced mocha cinnamon rolls. You tell didn't me, grow up with cri- you didn't this. grow up with Christmas cinnamon rolls? No. I so, mean, my mother was a good cook, but she didn't. Oh, no. You know what? No. Sometimes we did have cinnamon rolls now that you say that, but I'm pretty sure that they were like, Mine were the kind the you can. put in the oven. You're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Mine kind that you Pillsbury. roll out. I eat, like the Pillsbury Doughboy. Yeah. Bang it on the counter. Oh, yeah. Pop those out. Put the put the frosting on top. And you know top. what? No shame. Delicious. No, they are delicious. Just delicious. But if we want to do it the half-baked harvest way. You got to make them. Tell me how to make these. So these are my actually like brioche. I use like a homemade brioche style um, dough. Mm-hmm. And what that means is there's a lot of butter and there's a lot of eggs. Mm. Makes it really good, soft, delicious, fluffy cinnamon rolls. So you want to start with the dough. And what I like to, I mean, I, you can make this dough in an hour's time. You can let it, you can make it the day before and let it sit overnight. So you're ready to go for the morning of. What I do with my Christmas cinnamon rolls is I will make them in full all the way up until baking and stick them in the fridge overnight. Mm -hmm. And then in the morning on Christmas morning, or I actually do them on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve is very special. Um, I pull them out of the refrigerator about an hour to two hours. Uh, You want to bring that that dough back to room temperature so that it bakes up nice and easily in the oven and it gets really soft and fluffy. So just pull Mm -hmm. it out of the refrigerator and you, but like what I do 
is I already make, I I roll the rolls up and then I slice them and I assemble the pan and everything. And I stick the whole pan in the fridge. And then on, on Christmas morning, say you just want to pull it out, let it sit for an hour and then you throw it in the oven. So like maybe you are opening gifts and you let it sit mm. and then, you know, mm. you put it in the oven for 25 minutes and it's ready to go. Super okay, easy. That sounds amazing. And not, yes, the you, mocha not is a big a little, shortcut on the dough. You do have to make the dough and you have to have a dough hook. If you want a shortcut on the dough, guys, this is what my mom would do. She would buy the frozen Rhodes dough that they sell at the grocery store. Any dough that you can, you can even use pizza dough that they sell at the grocery store. Oh yeah. You can definitely use pizza dough. Um, and, uh, skip the whole making of the homemade dough process. Thank you. That's good. All right. I'm going to go with that. Now, after we have done all of this, we really deserve a really yummy Christmas cocktail to have before Christmas dinner. We love a fun So cocktail. we went with the naughty, nice margarita. We love that. I already love this whole concept because yes. it's a little bit spicy. Yeah. Tell me all about this one. So this naughty one, nice margarita, folks. You're gonna th- look this, this up. This is the one with the uh, the jalapenos, correct? And the mm. and the cinnamon. Is there spices in here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me look at this. Okay. Yeah. So this one's. Oh, and I did it with the ginger. This one is so good. Okay. And the vanilla. This is a really. So I make a very simple honey syrup. So what I do is I take honey. I put jalapenos in it, sliced up jalapenos, mm-hmm. and then you simmer that together with a little bit of ginger. So it's like this spicy sweet honey ginger situation that is just really, really delicious. And that's like your simple syrup for your margarita. The rest of it is really, really easy. You shake it up with a little bit of lime, a little bit of tequila. You, if you love a smokiness, you can definitely do a mezcal. That would be really great. And then um, there is some, so there's a little bit of lime. And then I think the vanilla makes this like very special for Christmas. It's just a little bit. And it's really nice with that spice of the jalapeno and the ginger zing. Like it's very, very nice. The balance of those two things. It's like unusual, but really, really good. And then I, of course, do like a salty rim. Um, and yeah. I like to top my, uh, my family's big on like bubbles, fizzy things. So either a sparkling water or I'm obsessed with ginger beer and I use it in basically all of my yeah. cocktails. That, and I, I don't do soup- assign these to my daughter to this make This one's on really great yeah. and you can make it ahead of time. And then she's, you, yeah, she's yeah. over 21, by the way. So just yeah. so people don't think I'm. It's really like there's, seven-year-old. There's, if you hey, guys are looking come here. I'm going to teach you how to do something now. Um, I, I love that. So just take us through before we let you go, because we're doing a quickie podcast today, and we're so happy to have you back. I'm Thank excited. You so much I for love coming. this. Um, tell us what what is Christmas like at your house? How is your whole family going to be oh, there? Yeah. What are you guys doing? We have a big crowd. It's like 22 plus people now because mm-hmm. I am one of eight. So there's a lot, and we've got one brother's married you know, girlfriends and all of the things and there's grandkids and there's cousins. So it's a lot, it's, it's complete chaos, but it's very special. My mom somehow manages to make it all very special. Um, and we'll do a big Christmas Eve and Christmas dinner. It's nothing fancy. Um, but I'm actually excited this year. We're going to be in Telluride and, um, we're all going to be cramped into a house together. And, uh, we're gonna it's gonna be very interesting but i'm excited i'm doing christmas yeah. eve and christmas dinner and i want to make it like so you're nice. doing both that's what that was gonna be my next question yeah i'll do both of course you've always done everything everyone like you have do you ever say like you know what you guys i'm, I'm not gonna do breakfast tomorrow you're on your own no but also like i'm i'm a little <laughs> no, bit of a control freak in a little right. way too and it's like it's not that some some of them did definitely don't care to help, but there are a handful right. that will at least jump in and, and, and help. But doing the whole thing is a little bit overwhelming probably right. for all of them. 
But you do have like a handful of people who are good helpers. My little sister is like my right hand. She's the greatest. So, and honestly, so is my dad. He does all the dishes. Well, that's Which we huge. don't like to do. I know. My husband is is really the cook in our family. And um, I'm the planner. I'm like, okay, we're going to have this and this and well, this. And then I make sure that all the ingredients are there. That's and important. And then he likes to come in and do his thing. It, no, it works out really well, actually. Um, but then, you know, I, after he cooks everything, I do clean up. Or I and do then I pull one of my kids in. Like, okay, yeah, you're on. You, you know, you're, you're doing cleanup. You have a busy life. Like, I yeah. feel like you don't need to be doing that. Yeah. Well... I mean, someone has to clean up the kitchen after dinner. It's not fun. <laughs> so are you a messy chef? Oh, yes. Yeah, like you use every single spoon oh, and yeah. plate and everything uh, in the house. Uh, yeah. yeah, I have multiple knives and they get used to every single... Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. We're not. <laughs> we, don't, we don't clean as we go. <laughs> I'm kind of a clean as we go person and, and I get criticized for it at my house because people will be having cocktails and I'll be like, oh, I'm just going to wash these cups. I'm just going to wash well, these glasses see, this real quick and then thing, I'm just going to put them back because like, I can't go to bed at night unless everything is put away. But see, She's nodding. No, She's well, same. I'm the same way. I can't go to bed. At, I cannot. Yeah, unless like, I everything can't relax. is cleaned and put away. But if you're entertaining, I will say that makes people feel like they've got to like, it's a little uncomfortable. Like, oh, we got to get I going. I know, you're like, right. I know. You I know, should just or sit we down. should be helping clean. Like they right. want you relaxed and they want yeah. you enjoying your time. All right. I'll try to remember hire, that hire to clean, Hire a cleaner, yeah. Martha. Yeah. Sometimes my husband's like, okay, stop cleaning. Go sit down. Yeah. <laughs> so Tegan, Merry Christmas. I do the same thing sometimes too. <laughs> it's good. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. It was so fun to see you. Yes. And um, happy new year. Oh my and gosh, I hope I we'll see you again soon in 2024. Me too. You guys are so fun here. Have an awesome time Thanks, in New York. Guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks for stopping Christmas. by, Tegan. Tegan Gerard of the Half-Baked Harvest. You can find all those recipes on my Instagram at Martha McCallum. And you can certainly find them at Half Baked Harvest on Tegan's Instagram and in her amazing cookbooks too. So thanks again, Tegan, for stopping by. Thank you. That's The Untold Story. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to The Untold Story with Martha McCallum. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Make sure to rate and review. For more podcasts, go to foxnewspodcast.com. Listen ad-free with the Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Ben Dominich, Fox News contributor and editor of the Transom.com daily newsletter. And I'm inviting you to join a conversation every week. It's the Ben Dominich Podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.